This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather peak but did you know they sell other automotive products as well wheels brakes and suspension just to name a few everything you need to elevate your drive just go to tirerack.com sports tirerack.com it's the way the tire buying should be for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show from sunny, red-hot Southern California. Welcome in. I got some Ron Rivera sound I think you'll love. Doc Rivers was on first take today. What he's saying about Ben Simmons feels like some pent-up energy around the NBA. Um, Tom Brady playing to the rest of the... Uh, pro football crowd 
Uh, Charlie Weiss is going to join us. Kalani Sataki, of course, the head coach of BYU, will join us. And uh, Daniel Jeremiah will join us in the uh, third and final hour. Move the Sticks is the podcast. DJ will join us, of course. Move the Sticks is now on um, on the NFL Network. So we got a bunch to get to. The, the hardest thing to do, I think, in anyone's job space or or anyone's uh, sport of choice is to get honest, legit, quality feedback. Lots of people in my position say they want feedback, but what they really want is um, affirmation for them thinking and being awesome, right? Everybody, well, I just you give me some feedback. What they really want is you to say, you know what? You're perfect. Your show's awesome. Here's a bunch more money. Legit feedback, legit conversation about things you're not doing well. I, I think inherently all of us have this defensiveness to it, right? You, you push back against it. If, if you ever go to therapy, like in therapy, you got to kind of surrender yourself to somebody saying like, you know, you're actually wrong here. You know, here's actually the issue here. Because if you just push back against it, like, what's the point of therapy? When you're trying to fix relationships, you got to hear people out. And if you're trying to improve as an athlete, you got to see the things you don't do well and try and correct those things. Aaron Rodgers um, had some interesting quotes yesterday. And, and here's the thing. When I mention Aaron Rodgers, there'll be a portion of you that'll be turned off. Ugh. Aaron Rodgers again. Another topic about Aaron Rodgers. I'm done. There'll be a portion of you that go, ugh, Aaron Rodgers. He just thinks he's so much smarter. And then there'll be a portion of you that go like, I, I like Aaron Rodgers. He tends to actually say what he thinks. Even if I don't agree with it, he doesn't, he doesn't try and kiss butt. He just says what he thinks, even if it's to his own detriment. This is Aaron Rodgers talking about the state of sports media today. I think all these people who are on these shows now believe they're celebrities and they believe that they have this platform to, you know, use it to say whatever the hell they want. And that's how they garner the attention. That's how they get promotions. That's how they get to be on multiple networks. That's how they, you know, get their name out there and get a blue check mark and get to go to the Met Ball and whatever the hell's going on. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that's the society we're in now. It's when I first got in the league in 2005 and you got in there in 2006, I mean, Social media wasn't a thing unless you had a MySpace and it was all about who was your top five or top 10 if they expanded and what kind of music you had in the background. And it wasn't about, you know, your social media following, your likes, your, uh, you know, how many views on a page. Uh, you know, I think it's, it's different. It's, it's all about uh, how many uh, impressions you can have for things that you say. So what's going to, you know, it's not going to be the, you know, the relax, we're fine, this is one week, it was a dud, we're going to bounce back. That doesn't do anything. That doesn't move the needle for anybody. But you start saying some outlandish things about, you know, what I did in the off season and me wanting to be on Jeopardy and not play ball and all this other, you know, ridiculousness that Tom Fanning, you know, told me was out there, uh, which I really didn't see myself. Um, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's, that's the state of the media that we're in. It's interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting commentary on the media. It, it's it's much better than the dismissiveness of of the Donald Trump fake news thing, right? It's the hey, here's 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 what I how I see it is that, and and look, I would 
I would tell you, I think he's dead to nuts accurate on a bunch of different things that he may or may not even know about. I I told you guys all the time, I consider myself a radical centrist. I call BS wherever I see it. It doesn't matter, you know, who it is. I also try and make phone calls to people in the league. And I know somebody on most staffs. I'll give you an example. The Bears today named Justin Fields their starting quarterback. I wondered if Andy was really hurt or if Justin had done something to earn it or if it was the, the public pressure of playing Justin Fields. And I haven't heard, I, I talked to a legit Bears source who I was standby who said unequivocally, Andy Dalton's hurt. We don't really want to start Justin against the Cleveland Browns defense. Their front seven is nasty. But we're going to because he's our backup. And Andy Dalton's hurt. And that's what we're going to do. And we'll see how it goes. The big question for for them heading forward is what happens if he's not playing that well and Andy Dalton comes back healthy? you know, Or what happens if he plays terrible and do you want to use Nick Foles? Like these are all really interesting kind of discussions. But the point is that what I try and do to separate myself from others, and I think all of us at Fox Sports Radio that I know of, this is what we do, is you talk to people that know way more than we know. If you've been doing it long enough, you know people, or you can very easily meet people with every team in every sport and actually know what's going on. Call somebody. But I thought he made some great points about the celebrity status when people, you become a studio gangster. Look, I, I've been in that realm when I did a lot of studio for basketball for a year. I, I didn't like it only because you have to go out and do the games, meet with the coaches, meet with the players, be at practices in order to really know what's going on. Aaron said this about giving a platform to people who don't even know him. It's absolute to give a platform to people who have no idea what they're talking about as far as my mental state and you know my focus, my work habits. People that have not been around me, uh, they're not in my life, I don't have communication with them, or not in the locker room. I mean, that's that's just... That's just, it's, you know, it's it's so ridiculous that, that people give get a platform to do this, and it's the same type of people. Aaron addresses the flawed nature of the storyline created about him. What's crazy to me is to let one storyline, right, by a person who has no contact with me, zero relationship, to that become some sort of, like, narrative that's out there, that, that now I somehow don't care about ball because... Uh, because of my Zen attitude in the off season. Yeah, he's obviously not happy with Cower, who has likely never been to a Packers practice, has no relationship, hasn't talked to his agent, and that's what that's about. I will tell you my experience at CBS is that they, the 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 broadcast teams that I worked with, many of them were just that in that you you come in now they come in on a Friday and they meet with you and whatever, but Cower doesn't do that anymore. He doesn't go, he's never done that. He doesn't call the games. So I I think this is, he makes a bunch of good points to where you're like, you're right. I, I think the problem with Aaron has always been, it's not what he's saying, it's how he's saying it. And even if he's very, very matter of fact, and I've run into this in my, my life, it can find, it can appear to be condescending like you know more because you actually do know more. It is ridiculous, but he uses the word ridiculous, which of course makes everybody defensive. 
I, I hear these things from Aaron Rodgers, and I immediately think that most of the people he's talking about, people on the daily debate shows, people who are in studio that don't come out to games, people who talk about football and don't know him and don't try and get to know him or don't try and get to know what's actually going on, those people will only act defensive. Well, this is Aaron because the truth, uh, we're saying things that are true. And look, I don't think Cowher was wrong for what he said because his body language did suck. And Aaron has to take some sort of accountability for, dude, I get it. You had a bad game, but God, your body language is bad. It just is. And of course, Aaron gets defensive just like anybody else. And he strikes back instead of saying, you know what? I hear you. I got to do a better job about my body language. Just like the media needs to go, you know what? I hear you. We got to do a better job of creating these faux celebrities because they're debate show hosts or talk radio sports hosts. Don't let age beat you. Get uh, M drive, the supplement for driven men. That supports recovery, healthy testosterone levels, and boosts energy. Visit mdriveformen.com for 20% off with promo code Doug. Don't let age beat you get mDrive. Buyer, do you do you buy into anything Aaron Rodgers is saying? Do you think there's pushback? You know, his his whole thing is like, look, people are freaking out and having these comments. They don't know anything about me. I do think that some level to that is actually important. It doesn't, you don't have to be at practice. You don't have to know all the, all that matters is how you look and how you play and how it feels. And it felt like you were disinterested. It felt like you were disgusted. It felt like you guys weren't ready to play. I I don't think you have to have been to every practice and have a relationship to say those things. I do think he's really bothered by the idea that he didn't care whether they won or lost. I, 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 Aaron Rodgers is never know. I, I, I mean, it just, I don't know if he just always has a chip on his shoulder that damned if you do, damned if you don't uh, sort of thing. So when he says it, but I mean, I do think you have to have, if you're the leader of the team, if you're the quarterback, uh, you kind of have to take on the responsibility of representing the other 52 guys or whatever. So when you're sitting there being dismissive or whatever, I do think that reflects on the team. So there's responsibility there. I agree, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Agree with that wholeheartedly. Jay Stu, I know you're you're uh, chomping the bit this topic. What did you think about what Aaron Rodgers was saying? I'm fascinated. I think I told you this morning that it's a great day to me in sports talk radio because I think Aaron Rodgers kind of put a mirror up to us and kind of made us take a hard look at ourselves. Um, we just don't hear this. And I think that a lot of people feel this way, athletes and whatnot, but few are able to articulate it the way Aaron is, and, you know, he just has that attitude, like, I don't need you. Most people think that they want a, a job at some point, so they, they cater to the media. Uh, it's a fascinating uh, discussion, and, and I like it. Uh, I, I do as well. I, I enjoy it. Again, part of his thing is he's given the media feedback. Can he take feedback himself is a big question, which I don't know the answer to, right? Like, if we admit, like, he, he's not wrong, if we said, like, look, you're not wrong, but your body language sucks. When you lose, it just looks like you're mad at everybody and you're completely disengaged. Like, that would be quality feedback that I don't know if he would take back in return, whether you know him or don't know him. Um, I, we, we can all kind of guess who he's talking about, right? right? He's talking about Skip, Stephen A., those type of guys and probably Bill Cower because Cower was the one who said 
uh, he, he looked, he played like he didn't care, and he was calling out what he did in the offseason. Although I'll be honest with you, I know Aaron a little bit. I called out what he did in the offseason, and you know, I, I I don't think you could really argue otherwise. Whether it's perception or reality, perception does become reality. I, I of course he worked in the offseason. But if you go back two years ago when they drafted Jordan Love, all reports were he came back to that camp, you know, like he had put on 10, 15 pounds of muscle. He looked completely different. Whereas this year, like he, he looks thinner. He looks a little older. He's gone out and, and gotten engaged and hiked mountains and whatever and showed up. I, I'm sure he conditioned. I'm sure he trained. But the perception that he allowed to be out there was he wasn't sure what he wanted to do by his own ad- admission if he wanted to play, if he didn't want to play. And that allows all of us to speculate on how hard he worked. And then you throw out a complete stinker week one. And I don't think criticism of his assumed preparation is unfair in any way. You can tell me, Jay Stu, and I agree with you that he's putting a mirror up to us. We got to put a mirror back to him. And does he like what he, what, how we see him or how he's truly viewed? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I, I heard this and I thought it was interesting. There's been a lot of discussion about the taunting penalties in the NFL. And I, I kind of told you yesterday that, like, look, it's one of those things where it's not popular on social media to say you're pro taunting penalty, but there's clearly an energy behind it, right? Uh, John Marrow is the owner of the Giants. He said he wanted taunting out of the game. He kind of spearheaded this thing. He's the only guy to kind of speak out on it. Ron Rivera is the head coach of the Washington football team. He's also on the competition committee. He had this to say about the reasoning behind these taunting penalties. The idea behind the taunting rule is, is to prevent the bigger things. Okay, we, we've had this example where one guy taunts a guy and then the guy comes back for, for a little payback and next thing you know, you've got a big fight on your hands. You've got guys coming from left field hitting each other, you know, and, and that's really what, what, what you're really, to me, I think the referees are really looking for. They're just trying to get it quieted down. Here's uh, Rivera on the difference between celebrating and taunting. We're role models, so if you're going to do something, do it within the rules. You know, get up and, and, and do your, 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 your ball drop, you know, do your dab or your dance or whatever. But don't do it towards somebody, you know, don't, don't step over somebody and, and drag your leg over somebody. That's what we're trying to prevent. You can do all, I mean, guys intercept it, run all the way down to the other end zone. That's fine. Okay, those things, you know, we're not trying to stop the players from having fun. We're just trying to make sure we don't end up with a brawl on our hands. Interesting, right? Like he's okay. I I hate the NFL thing where they all run down to the end zone and then take a picture together when they recovered a fumble. But it is a thing, and as long as it's not in the face of the other team, uh, that that's okay. I think a good portion of it is also that whether it's college coaches or pro coaches. They see some of these videos of these one-on-one camps and it, it's not what football is about, right? And there's always a limit there to where there's a difference in celebrating and taunting and trying to do it the right way. And like, look, any point of emphasis early in the season, this is what it looks like. It's what it looks like. And eventually it finds kind of that right middle ground. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's the head coach of BYU. His name's Kalani Sataki. He's kind enough to spend some time with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, how are you? Doing great, Doug. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm awesome. Um, I want to play for you something earlier today. Joel Klatt's our lead college football analyst on Fox Sports. He had this to say about your school, BYU, and the college football playoff expansion, which, of course, is currently being discussed. 
By the way, the college football playoff board of managers are meeting today and they're talking about expansion. It's not going to go through today because of the SEC and their, their growth and expansion with Texas and Oklahoma. But very quickly, it will happen at some point. It's going to be great for the sport, in particular, if we can grow to 10, 12, or maybe even 14 teams. Because think of all the teams that would still have a massive amount of interest. Think about BYU fans right now. Thinking about a 12-team playoff, they'd be like, we're right in the hunt. We're 3-0, two ranked wins. BYU would be right in the hunt for the playoff. That would be good for the sport, folks. Why do you think, Coach, I mean, look, based upon substance, right, you beat Utah, who was your arch rival, was undefeated. You beat Arizona State, who was ranked and undefeated. But you guys are still ranked 15th. Like, the whole question for you last year was, who'd you play? Now you've played good teams and you've beaten, you know, two of them. Um, why doesn't BYU, your program, command the respect, at least in terms of the early season rankings, that your results demand? Well, I think the first thing I want to mention is that um, I'm I'm am only focused on our fourth game right now. And, and as a coach and as a program, we're only focused on this week. That's, that's all we care about. And I get why everyone's talking about um, – the playoffs and everything like that, but my, my focus is on that. Now, as a sports fan and as someone that wants things to be better, I'll, I'll say that uh, there's so many deserving teams and programs uh, that, that would love to be in the hunt for a championship, and um, that's why you see so much um, passion and energy in, in, in March Madness is because everyone feels like they have a, a shot at it. And so if there's a way that you can kind of get that same type of feeling with college football, that's already a very popular sport to begin with, I think it would just really push it to being, being the, the top sport in, in, in our country. That's what I really believe. Um, but uh, that, that, on a fan point, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Gives everybody a shot, just like basketball does. But in in a uh, coach's um, part, all, all we care about is is this one game and and focus on on South Florida this week. Um, um, and 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 with all due respect to South Florida, I want to talk to the ASU game as well. As as your new quarterback, um, I got a bunch of things I want to get to. I I do want to ask about the Big Twelve when you guys were selected and when you were sent the, the letter and it became official inside your coaches offices how much does that change who you're recruiting and how you're preparing for the future BYU football um our our jo- our job right now is focused on trying to get a the best fit for for BYU and that's someone a young man that's going to believe in in the mission of our school and of our team and um and and our culture and that that's that's what it comes down to and so I, I don't know what that does with rankings and recruiting and all that stuff that I never really pay attention to anyways sure I'm focused on on developing young men into becoming the best versions of themselves and and hopefully that gives them a chance to play at the next level. Um, but more than anything, it gives them a chance to grow up and mature and become uh, great contributors to the community. That, that's what we're focused on. But I don't know what exactly that's going to do because if I want to be honest with you, on Friday, the, game, the, uh, the, um, the, night, the day before our Utah game, 
uh, they announced the Big 12 announcement, and it, it was there was a lot of energy, a lot of excitement from the fans and from a lot of people in the in the administration and the athletic department. I go into a team meeting and I say, "Hey guys, this is official. We're in the Big 12 starting 2023." The players didn't really care. They, they were they were like, "Hey, let's let's move on to Utah. Let's get ready. We need to prep on this game, and, and that's happening tomorrow." And you know how exciting that was for me as as a coach to have a team that's so driven and focused. I was so excited. I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, and then, and, and, uh, so I, I'm really lucky that I get to coach those type of young men. And those are the guys that I'm looking for in, in our program and the guys that I want to mentor, the guys that I want to be involved with. And there's a lot of great people out there that would fit this program. And hopefully uh, with this announcement and being, being in partnership with Big 12 and, and the, those awesome universities, that maybe we get our, our message out and people can know more, a little bit more, more about our school and our program and, and maybe kind of lean in the air our way so that so we can tell them about it. Um, I, I want to ask you about your quarterback. Obviously, Jaron comes in, and he's got to replace Zach, who's the number two pick in the draft, who had an unbelievable season, and he's a different player, right? He he's a he's a fantastic athlete, can run it, can throw it as well. What has it been like to throw him into this fire of three straight high level uh, Pac-12 opponents to start your season? It's been great because we felt really comfortable with our depth at quarterback to begin with. And and the one that helped set the standard was Zach Wilson himself. And so the way he prepares for games, the way that he prepares as a as a quarterback and as an individual and as a leader, well, I mean, I don't know what better way to get the, the rest of the team ready than to have actually his backups that are going to take over, learn from him and watch him and, and, and kind of follow in his ways, you know. So um, the inf- influence that Zach has had in our program has been great, but you you, you marry that with uh, the wonderful t- mentoring and tutoring that they're getting from our, our offensive coordinator and Aaron Roderick, and I think it's going to be a successful start for us. And uh, you know, it's it's not like Jaron played error free; he made a lot right. of mistakes, and he knows that. And but we're trying to find ways to, to utilize his strengths and get him in a position where he can have a have as much success as possible. And we're starting to see that, but we also feel really comfortable with a lot of our guys and the other quarterbacks and and the other ball carriers and receivers on our team where we feel like we can we can really have opportunities to to flourish and be better and be more efficient as an offense that's what we're trying to get done and get better as a, as a team in all three of our phases yeah you, i mean you guys couldn't score in the second half and then you know the final drive when you needed points to beat arizona state you don't throw the ball the entire the entire drive and then Baylor Romney comes in and throws the game-winning touchdown pass, right? His only pass so far of, of the season. Um, what's that like to have the headset on and be like, okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna change something here down at the end of a drive in order to, in order to win this game? Well, you know, we, we, we talked about it and discussed the options uh, as the coaches and felt really comfortable with what A-Rod wanted to do, Aaron Roderick wanted to do. And he had a lot of confidence in Baylor Romney, and so do I. And um, it's just nice when you get the, the next man up. Um, Jaron got banged up, and so it was good to have the next quarterback come in. And, and you don't have to worry about um, closing or minimizing the, the the playbook, that the playbook is actually open and we can use every play. We practiced it well. And um, that's that's a good that's good comfort to have, and then to trust your players to get it done. And and Baylor got it done and and, and sealed the win for us. So uh, it, I, I give a lot of credit to our players, the preparation, but a lot of credit to the to the, the coaches and getting them ready as well. I want to ask you a question. Obviously, you've been at at a place like the Naval Academy. Now you're at at BYU. 
you know, places where uh, there is a there is a higher standard uh, in terms of if you want to represent the school and and play football. There, there's been questions about what name, image, and likeness would do to college sports. Now we're only a couple months into this thing, but of course, your school you got walk-ons that are getting name, image, and likeness deals, so their their fees are are being covered, right? You even have that on women's sports as well. Have you noticed any difference in the players with the NIL deals that have come to con- come to completion for BYU? Yeah, I think there's a, a lot of opportunities for them to make money and to you know, get some, um, you know, so, some benefits that help them. Most of it comes in forms of like, you know small things like food and 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 um you know like a, uh some some swag some some gear and things like that but uh i don't we're not seeing anything too crazy but i think i think that's okay with with what we have going on i the the main thing that we wanted to make sure and that that i was hoping nil could do me personally is that just take care of student debt and the student loans when people graduate from school um, specifically student athletes and walk-ons that pay their own way through school um, they spend so much time preparing for for their various sports and and a lot of times they go into debt and so if there's any way that we can um, relieve them from that and the stress of having that debt when they graduate that's what I, I, I appreciate and I'm glad that our school has really helped um, trying to get that that um, you know just trying to help our relieve stress on our, on our on our walk-ons especially and, and the players that may get into debt and may get into financial struggle right after graduation you, you mentioned you mentioned your team's depth obviously that's the challenge right when you play this level of opponent and whatever people think about south florida like they they got some dudes there right and this is the fourth straight high level team in terms of athlete where you can't just roll out and be better than your opponent that sometimes you are based upon anybody's schedule in football how has your team held up to the uh, to, to to this really early, really front loaded schedule so far this season? Well, I think the biggest concern that we had was their football is a violent game and it's really physical, and so you're going to have people that that around the third, fourth game that that are banged up, and so there's a difference between playing hurt and and and, and not able to play and being injured. So it's a, it's for us to be mindful of our players' well-being, but also see how much they can push if it's if it's safe for them to do so. And sometimes we're, we're going to have to make the tough decision and even save the player from themselves and making a bad decision of performing when they shouldn't be. So that's that's what we're getting into. But it's not like we're, that's any different than anywhere else. But for us, playing that high level of football right at the beginning of the season, we're not really given that much time to really rest and, and to heal up, uh, we, especially when we're going against you know, a team like South Florida with a lot of athletes. And when it comes down to it, the game of football, regardless of how your schedule forms up in, at the beginning or the, the middle or the end, um, you have to have this high level of appreciation for the game, which means that you respect respect everybody, everybody that you play against, and you really respect who you are as a program, as a team, and make sure that you perform at your best every week. There's things that we did in week one, two, and three that I really like, but man, there's some things that I think we can really improve on and get better, and I'm really impatient when it comes to things like that, so hopefully we can get our team playing and, and being more effective and more efficient as a group all together and play a better game in, in week four. That's what we're trying to get to, and I feel like we can play better, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with demanding it from your team and demanding from from your coaches and so we're we're, we're going to have that 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 um goal in in mind and hopefully we can reach that when we play South Florida this Saturday. Um Tyler made a play 
to kind of say, I mean, you, you may look back and say that saved our season. Not that your season was going to be bad, but I mean, saved a perfect season where it's an interception. And it wasn't just the effort to get back and make a play, but to, to get a strip and get the football back. Um, I know you have a great relationship with him. I know you think he's a special, spectacular athlete, but that type of play, what does it say about Tyler as a kid? Oh, he's a stud, and I love being his coach, and I love the effort that he gives. Uh, we feel like you can overcome a lot of mistakes with, with high energy and with effort, and, and he is a great example of that on that one play. Uh, obviously, we don't teach the jump in the air and punch the ball out type field. I don't know <laughs> if we even work that, but we do teach the fundamentals and techniques of the game, and then we allow our players to go out and just execute. And, and the fact that he had that mindset of just of hustling as hard as he can and, and, and trying to make a play for the team, uh, just making a tackle would have been uh, uh, sufficient enough for us, right, as coaches. But the fact that he went in there and had the the mindset to just, hey, I'm going to jump up and try to force something here and, and to, to poke the ball out and then to have Jaron hustling behind him and, and to have a quick recovery. Uh, I get to coach some wonderful young men, and, and I'm so honored that I get to be here with those guys. And uh, they make my life better, man. And I have these young men that just believe in each other and they love each other. They love what they represent and who they represent on the field and off the field. And so um, I'm just going to keep trying to promote them to be their best self and, and hopefully I can get the most out of them because I know they're getting them. They're, they're definitely influencing me in, in a positive way. Well, I, listen, it's interesting because I'm sure some of that is just inherently who they are and how they were raised, but also that's, that's coaching too, not pouting, right? Where Jalen does throws the interception. He doesn't pout. He makes and they both make a play on the ball. That is in fact coaching where, you know, you can you you make a mistake, but you got to try and make up for it, and and they did. I know you got a crazy week with South Florida, and then you got the short week with with Utah State. Then you got Boise, and then you got Baylor. It's an unbelievable schedule. Your team has played magnificently so far. Thanks so much for joining us, and good luck uh, against the Bulls this week. We're gonna have a lot of fun and appreciate the game. Thank you, thank you for the time, Doug. Yeah, it's Kalani Satake's tremendous coach. And BYU is, last year was, hey, they're not doing it against a good enough schedule. This year, I, I, I look, I get Utah lost back-to-back games. Utah's a high-level football team. Kyle Whittingham, of course, played at BYU, uh, is, is a remarkably well-respected coach. Arizona State's got dudes as well. Right? South Florida, not as good as the others, but talented. Utah State, not not to the Utah or Arizona State level, but that is a an in-state rivalry, which cranks up the and on the road in Logan, and then Boise, and then Baylor, and then Wazoo, and then Virginia, and then USC on the road. Like their schedule is ridiculous, and I don't know if it happens, but if they finish undefeated, there's absolutely no way, no reason they should not be in the college football playoff ahead of. I mean, pick other team. You know, that goes undefeated from even in Oklahoma. Like, look, I love the Big 12. It's my league, the one, but Oklahoma goes undefeated. That schedule is not going to be as difficult or more difficult with the exception of the fact they'll have to win a Big 12 championship game than BYU's. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Doc Rivers made an appearance on First Take today. So here's what I want to do, okay? I'm going to play for you. Uh, first, this was the Q&A with a reporter. Now, they lost in Game 7 to the Atlanta Hawks. This is going back to June. Okay? And these comments were one that he said. This is, again, Doc Rivers' own words. He said he's been misrepresented um, in terms of how we have had or how some in the media have had opinions about this particular back and forth. Take a listen. 
Doc, do you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. You know, so I don't know the answer to that. What do you, uh, when you say get in the gym with him, what, uh, what needs to be done? I mean, obviously, this is, this is production. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's between Ben and I. Um, okay, so here's Doc Rivers explaining um, he wants people to listen again to his comments made after that Game 7 loss. I would love you guys to play what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and I've told you this before, Stephen A., never said what was reported. The question was asked about Ben. It was the first question after we just lost the Game 7. My answer was... I'm not answering any of that stuff right now, guys. I don't even know how to answer that. That had nothing to do with about Ben. I was basically saying I'm not answering that crap, those questions. Okay, but that's not what he said. Again, let's listen to the Q&A of of how it actually went down. Doc, do you think Ben Simmons can can still be a point guard for for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. You know, so I don't know the answer to that. What do you, uh, when you say get in the gym with him, what, uh, what needs to be done? I mean, obviously, this is, this is production. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's between Ben and I. Now, here's Doc. This, again, this is coming back to today. Explains why it was so unfortunate that his comments were misrepresented. What disappointed me, and I don't, you know, I don't do this media thing very right. often. You never see me do that. Right. Um, it was being portrayed that I was out there saying, I don't think we can win. With Ben, and I do. I, I told Ben that the next day. Um, what, what really disappointed me was the next day I went on and said, guys, I knew exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And no one heard it. They just kept running their narrative. So, you know, I've been in sports a long time, and, and I'm not rep- misrepresented very often, but in that case I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, well, ben knows, uh, Rich knows, and I know. Rich, of course, is Rich Paul, his agent. This is all because Ben Simmons doesn't want to play in Philadelphia again. Uh, there's another part to it where Doc went on, like, look, he's under contract. This is under our control, not under his control. And I think that's really the big thing that's at play here is this, this growing sense that in the NBA, no matter what your contract says, you can determine who you want to play with, where you want to play. Right? And teams are like, wait, why do we have contracts? Why do we have contracts? You don't think Houston would like some sort of relief from their deal with John Wall? They're trying to give John Wall away because he's got a $92 million deal. Right? This all comes because James Harden refused to play in Houston and they acquiesced and they traded him and then they traded um, Russell Westbrook as well. That's how they got John Wall back. But, like, this just sense that players can pick and choose. Teams can't pick and choose. They can on some level, and they should be able to because they are paying you for your rights. So, I think that's a huge, huge discussion within the NBA. But let's just start with the Doc Rivers stuff. Why won't Doc just own it? First of all, people like Doc I know that we make a big thing of how many 3-1 leads he's had that he's lost. Doc's, Doc Rivers is a good basketball coach, okay? He's come back from 3-1. He's won. He's lost when he's up 3-1. He's won an NBA championship. And by the way, he has done the media, and he was really good when he was calling games for ABC. 
Is he the world's most profound coach? Probably not. Did he misspeak in talking about Ben Simmons? Absolutely. He either misspoke or he simply told the truth that he didn't want it out there, which is, yeah, I don't really know, David, right now, if we can win a championship. Maybe he heard the question differently. That's where what he said today was fair. Like, look, we just got done with losing a hard-fought series. Game seven is like the first question. All he has to do is what David Cully, the Houston Texans coach, did was give us a little perspective. Hey, I was remember what David Cully said on Sunday, or maybe it was Monday, right, where, where, where the, Texans, the Texans had third and 12. There was an offsides penalty. They gained like 10 yards, and they declined the penalty and punted it away instead of having third and seven with a chance to get a first down into Brown's territory. So David Cully was like, look, we had this penalty, we had that penalty. I was just mad. I was thinking field position, just punt the ball. In hindsight, we should have we should have taken taken the penalty. Like, listen, this is this is giving perspective on all the stuff that's going on, and then admitting, you know what, I screwed it up. Take we a felt like we could get have a chance to be able to to get better field position by holding them and uh, by getting it, and we didn't we didn't make it. We didn't. And you know, looking at it again, I just have to look at the situation and see what I would do the next time. I mean. All you have to say if you're Doc Rivers was like, look, I heard the question differently. Because if you want to tell me that you you walked in and you thought the question was, can you win a championship as you're currently comprised? And the answer is, I don't know yet. I don't know the answer to that question. That's different than the specific question about Ben Simmons at point guard. And I get that you could make the argument that, hey, what if Doc was saying, listen, it's not about I can answer your question at point guard. I don't know, but on the floor on the team, absolutely. But he didn't say any of that stuff. He said, I don't know. And then we're getting chastised at the media for going like, wait a second. He said, he doesn't know if he can win a championship with, with Ben Simmons. Did somebody hear something different than what I heard? Did you anyone? Did anyone hear something different? Because what I heard was a question specifically about Ben, and he spe- he specifically said, I don't know yet. And then he completely changed both the question and the answer when he was talking to Stephen A. Smith today. And then he invited us all to play it and re-listen to it, and we did. And he still says he still says that he doesn't know if he can win with, with, with Ben Simmons. I feel like it's one of those... Am I losing my mind? Did I hear something different than what, what Doc Rivers is saying he heard and said? Buyer, help me out. I'm, am I hearing things? Am I assuming things? Am I wrong to think they asked you about Ben Simmons, you were the one who said you didn't know, and now you're trying to tell us that something else was said and something else was responded? I think you're on target, Doug. Okay. Just want to make sure here. Like, this is classically what we, what, what, this works This worked for Donald Trump. Okay, it it worked, which was you call out the media. They got it all wrong. They screwed it all up. It's against the media, the media, the media. Like, this is not the media. Guy asked you a question about Ben Simmons. Your specific answer was, I don't know that the answer to that. If you don't believe me, I have the question. I have the answer. Everybody has the question and the answer. But he's turned this into, we've misrepresented it. He's basically going like, that's fake news. No, it's not. If you don't believe me, here's the sound. In June, once again, 
Listen to the question. Listen to the answer. Doc, you think Ben Simmons can, can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. You know, so I don't know the answer to that. What do you, uh, when you say get in the gym with him, what, uh, what needs to be done? I mean, obviously, this is, this is fresh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's between Ben and I. Look, and, and then he comes today and says, I, I want people to listen again to my comments after the Game 7 loss. The- I would love you guys to play what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and I've told you this before, Stephen A., never said what was reported. The question was asked about Dan. It was the first question after we just lost the Game 7. My answer was, I'm not answering any of that stuff right now, guys. I don't even know how to answer that. That had nothing to do was about Ben. I was basically saying I'm not answering that crap, those questions. There's a little gaslighting taking place here, right? Gaslighting is when you manipulate someone by forcing them to question their thoughts, memories, and events occurring around them. You're like, wait, what was asked? What was that question? Thankfully, we actually have the audio. <laughs> Maybe Doc thought that everyone just bulk deleted their uh, archive sound. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't understand. All he has to come out, look, the most powerful two words or three words, depending on how you form the sentence, in the English uh, dictionary, in the dictionary is I'm wrong or I was wrong. You know, I was wrong. My answer to the question was wrong. I heard it differently and it came out differently. It doesn't matter how, how, how I perceive it. Right? It's how you took it. I'll give you a, a real-life example of this. Okay? Uh, I have a close friend of mine who was staying with us. And I was trying to encourage this person to stay longer because my kids loved him. Loved her, actually. And, and I said, you should stay longer. And I said, it's not like you have a life back home. Right? It was completely sarcastic, completely, right? Like, who would say that? But it came around to me like, hey, that really hurt her feelings when you said she didn't have a life. I was like, why would I, why would I say that? Unless I was being completely sarcastic. So I picked up the phone and I called and like, hey, I'm, I apologize. I was being sarcastic, but if it didn't land that way with you, then I'm wrong. You know, I don't know if that's what fixes, and I'm sure that's what what Doc has said behind the scenes was, but this misrepresentation stuff, that's the calling out the media of saying and doing something that we, no one said and did. Doc Rivers has not been misrepresented in any way. We have the question, we have the answer. It's pretty clear cut. Whether or not he misheard the question or he answered in a way which was not truly accurate at the time or even now, that can be discussed, but please don't tell me you said something or and heard a question that no one else heard and no one else heard you say, and we have the audio tape to prove it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.